Hey, this is Mark. And this is Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. All right, finally a good movie we actually get to talk about after yes, that. Yes, again. Just yes. Because that was rough. Uh, let's get on the horse again. <laughs> wow. So but today we're talking about... 1917. Absolutely fantastic movie. War movie. I was hesitant to see this movie at first because I was like, okay, I thought it was going to be in the vein of Dunkirk. I like Dunkirk, but it was a very slow, methodical movie. And a great storyline and all that kind of stuff but it was just so it plotted along very seriously it was your typical nolan film where it was a lot of intersecting plot lines and threads and they all interwove and and it was a very good movie like you said but 1917 this was awesome from the get-go you got you got two guys one guy gets selected sergeant comes over and says hey get a buddy you know captain wants to see you he picks his friend yeah, yeah, right there with yeah. yeah, They're both sleeping under a tree. Their names are Blake and Schofield, by the exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. So they go see this commander, and he tells them, hey, you have a brother. Brother in the, what's it, the second? I think. Yeah, it was Something the... Like that. Uh, your, your brother, along with a lot of yeah, other men... second battalion. ...are going to be killed unless we get a message to them to stop the raid. Yeah, stop it was 1,600 attack. men that yeah. would have been killed in this raid because the Germans had made a tactical retreat while everybody was thinking right. they had just made a, we're getting out of here retreat. Exactly. And they were tasked with going and stopping that the raid to pursue the Germans because they arrow constants had shown that the Germans were fortifying and gonna surprise attack. So these two guys had to go and it was it wasn't a very far walk. It was like what was it like nine miles or yeah, something like that? It wasn't like very that. far. Yeah. It was so the way this movie was shot and I think this is really important that we talk about this, it was all shot in one solid motion. It was a one right. take well not a one take shot, but it was a one there wasn't like multiple cuts, cuts between and, scenes. Yeah, exactly. It was a continuous uh, shot. Shot. Yes. Of this, of their journey through this. And it was beautifully done. Oh, it was it incredible. Was so amazing. You know what surprised me, and I, it really caught me how amazing the architecture of the bunkers were. Yeah. Even on both sides. Yes. I mean, it was like okay, the lines were you know I you know I figure you know you look at war movies you go oh, okay you're digging this ditch you're digging this out. Man, these things were fortified trenches made with cement, bricks, all this kind of stuff in that period of time. Well, let's, let's clarify, if you don't know, it was for World War One, not Correct. World War Two. It was for Correct. World War One, and they lived in some grungy situations. Oh, like yeah, the Germans yeah. had the better situation because they had been encaved there longer, so they yeah. had whole bunkers concrete out with bunk beds and stuff on the inside while these guys were sleeping on the ground and stuff like that they did a really good job showing the battlefields you and i had talked about this and how disgusting those battlefields were and how there were dead bodies blown apart strewn everywhere Everywhere. there were guys that were embedded in the walls of from explosions explosions in the walls of these craters it was just the detail, the attention to detail. You were talking about the one scene where... He was getting out of the water. Yeah. And he had to climb over the, the dead bodies in the water that were all bloated and stuff. Oh, it was disgusting. Now, I will tell you, the one part that really grossed me out and we haven't talked about this yet was when he cut his hand on the barbed wire going through no man's land. Right. And then they fell into this little pit and he was getting up and he pushed his hand down on a dead body yeah. not realizing it was there and his hand yeah. went through the dead body, dead body. that he yes. just cut on yes. the barbed wire like, I'm like oh, oh you need to go get some shots Turns. like you need to get a lot of shots now buddy that's just oh, oh. I would have vomited yeah. like there's no exactly. way I would have kept my stuff yeah, in my stomach else. those guys yeah. that really and I believe that's how those guys were back in that day too oh, yeah. those guys were true hardcore they were dudes. hardcore people I mean, when it, when we talk about this day and age, kids this day and age wouldn't be able to handle, you know, what their grandfathers, great grandfathers, and all this stuff handled. Yeah, this they was ain't it. lying. No, this was it. <laughs> this was it. 
That shit was crazy. Now, it was also a matter of circumstance, too. Like, these guys yeah. had no choice. They had no choice. And they just hunkered down, and they did it. Right. I would love to say the same, that it would happen nowadays, too. If we were put into that situation, people would be able to oh, handle and so. do it. I think so. You would, you would adapt and know. But then sometimes you, you have these snowflakes that would just crumble yeah. like paper people. Right. It was very well shot, like we talked about. It was amazing how it was all one t- uh, one continuous shot, like we talked about. And it kept its time span it was a show, it wasn't that long. It was like an hour and fifty minutes, right? And it showed their entire journey without doing multiple takes. But the way they did the passage of time was remarkable, and you never felt bored. No, even when they were just walking, the conversations that they would just have among themselves or in the groups was amazing. Like it was, it gave you a feeling of that time. You had they they conveyed that true sense of urgency. Yes, in this movie. I mean the the pace that they kept up, the things that they were doing. And it was like you said. You'd see the scene would take uh, when they when the airplane crashed. Yes. You saw them pan to the airplane. The airplane's coming in, coming in, and they're just kind of like, "Oh, is it going?" And they realize it's going to crash right near them. So they go taking off, and comes down, pans to them, and pans to the uh, airplane and the pilot. The pilot's in there burning up. It's a German pilot. And these, of course, are Allied guys. They go pull him out, save him. The camera. He says, oh, you know, he needs some water. One of the guys says he needs some water. Pans away from those two, follows the Schofield yeah, to the to the water, to the water well. And you hear, no, no, stop, no. And goes back, pans back. Blake, Blake is getting stabbed yeah. by the German. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> but it's all one seamless shot. shot. Yeah. And it's, you know, like you said, that was just amazing how they did oh, that. Oh, it was impressive. And like we were saying... It, there was not a dull moment. There was some stakes in this movie, and you dull. felt, especially yeah. after Blake died, because Blake died from that stabbing, Schofield kept on. Even though it wasn't his mission, yeah. he, he got kind of dragged into the whole thing. He went on for Blake to go stop his brother from getting exactly. killed, and he went through hell and high water to go get that done for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was the point at the end where he was running through the bombardment just to get to the general, and you mentioned to me that, what did you tell me when we were talking about it today, about the music? Oh yeah, the music set the exact tone that needed to be yep. made for that those scenes. I mean, you saw it was like, okay, the raid is going on. He's obviously too late to stop the first wave from get, from you know going into the trap, but he is still fighting towards getting to that the general and delivering that message. And it's like the music is just swelling. Yeah. yeah. You're with him going, you got to make it. You got to do this. Well, that just it's goes like, to prove my point even further that music can make or break a movie. Yeah. And that okay. music, oh, it was done by Thomas Newman. Insane. Do you know who Thomas Newman is off the top of your head? Uh, it's okay if you don't. He's no, not, I don't. It's not super like well known. I mean, he is and he isn't. You're gonna you're gonna know it when I tell you. He's done Revenge of the Nerds. Okay. Cookie. You've seen Cookie, right? No. No, you've never seen Cookie. Me, it's Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Yeah. Which. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. There's on. that. Yeah. Meet Joe Black. Green Mile. Wow. Aaron Brockovich, wow. pay it forward. He's done a lot. All of yeah, yeah but I I, I didn't recognize his name until I went and looked it up. Wally Jarhead oh, Brothers, okay, yeah. the adjustment. You're like, God damn, he's Jarhead done a lot. Was great. Yeah, he's done a tremendous amount of movies. Well, this this I mean, he did Spectre. Did he do wow, Skyfall? Wow. He did do Busters. Skyfall. Yeah, he did a lot of good stuff. Jeez, oh Pete, man. Okay, maybe he is well known. I just didn't know of him. And I usually take great pride in knowing a lot of music people. Damn, he's he's good. He's really good. And he knows his craft and. I think because him and Sam Mendes, who directed this movie, have worked before mm-hmm. on Spectre and Skyfall, they got a really good feel for each other and know 
kind of like they collaborate well together right. and this movie just proves that and Sam Mendes killed it absolutely killed this movie and I love well here's the thing the team that they've the team they put together you know, Sam Mendes Thomas Newman yeah. Thomas Newman and Roger Deakins who did the cinematography yes worked together four times with Sam Mendes okay on movies. so I mean they all were familiar with each other and you know that cohesion definitely helped okay so Roger Deakin right yeah they worked together on Jarhead Revolutionary Road Skyfall in 1917 him and Thomas Newman have done American Beauty together Road to Perdition Jarhead Revolutionary Road Skyfall Spectre in 1917 yeah so the collaboration between them shows yeah it exactly. really shows and it shows well and the cast in this movie was no joke either even though you it just followed those two Blake and Schofield who were relatively unknown I'd never yeah, seen they them were before ne- they were relatively unknown but they had a killer cast. They had yeah. Mark Strong, Andrew Scott, oh, yeah. Richard Madden, Colin Firth, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. I mean, it was stacked. So many people. And those guys only showed up for a grand total of two minutes apiece, if even. I would say so. Yeah, they weren't in it very much. But what they did with what they got was really good. And it just more kudos to Sam Mendes for taking a World War One film. You don't really see many movies about World War you One. Don't. You always see World about World War Two. Yeah. But that was a story worth adventuring for. And I love, and I don't know if you caught this, but I love how it began with uh, Schofield sleeping against a tree. Tree. Yeah. And then the whole journey takes place. It follows their perspective the whole way. Like we said, the one shot. And then at the end, after he's delivered his message, they stopped to attack. He went and found a really big tree, laid yes. back, and yep. fell asleep. Fell asleep. Again. And that sure. was just a perfect ending. I mean, it was I agree. a solid movie all the way through. And we looked this up because we were curious. There was one scene that got to us. There was Schofield got was getting chased by some Germans, and he slid into this old house. Not, yeah, like just a cellar. Hide. Almost, yeah. And he found this lady in there, and she was helping him. She was French, I think. Right. And she was patching him up, helping him out. And he heard a baby crying. Well, she went and picked up the baby, and they were talking back and forth. He could understand her, and she could understand him, even though they spoke two different languages. Right. She was taking care of that baby. It wasn't her baby. And he asked her, he goes, is that your baby? And she goes, no. She goes, who's the mother? I don't know. I don't know. She yeah. had no idea. She was just taking care of that baby. And he gave him all the food that he had in his pack, and he had a lot. Like, he was pulling out everything he yeah. had to She's give like, to them. Well, the baby can't eat that. Yeah, she goes, the baby can't eat that. He needs milk, or she needs milk. And he gave her a full canteen of milk that he just happened to come across on the right. And I was telling Mark, I was like, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine being in that situation, seeing a baby starve because you have nothing to give it. Exactly. And then, you know, this comes, this guy comes along and helps you out. But then I was like, well, this movie takes place in 1917 in February. Oh, no, sorry, excuse me. It was April 6th. April 6th, 1917. We looked it up. World War One didn't end until November of 1918. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a whole whole year and some change before this ended. A lot left. Yeah, so he really did a good job of showing in that 24-hour time span between when they began this journey to end this journey what these people were going through in this time frame. Yes, and like you said, the full depiction of war, still the humanity reigns when you're in war. Yeah. I mean, you know, the civilian casualties, the civilians are being attacked or displaced by this. You're like, okay, am I going to, walk? like you said, walk by a starving baby and just go no. the heck with it? Well, Schofield, he didn't want to go. He didn't know. He, it was really funny. It was funny, but it was dramatic at the same time. Because he told Blake, he goes, why did you choose me for this mission? Right. Why did why you bring did me? You pick me? Blake goes, I didn't know. I had no idea this is what we were going to do. He goes, right. I thought we were just going to go on a food run. I exactly. had no clue this is what we were going to do. And then Schofield really committed to the mission. Yeah. And obviously, he completed it through. But one of my favorite parts, especially when you and I were talking about it, was when the German pilot clashed, and they, they really showed their humanity by pulling him out. And Schofield goes, 
should we just put him out of his misery? Because he had been caught on fire. Right. And then he, Blake's like, no, we need to get him water. And then they got stabbed. You cracked me up. When, what did you tell me word for word when you said, when we were talking about it? You were like, oh, no, you shoot that guy. You should be like, shoot that motherfucker. Why would yeah. you? Yeah, like, shoot that motherfucker. You know what, what I mean? Like, why would you? I mean, honestly, I, I understand, you know, A, your, the humanity of it. But, dude, you have to understand the heart of your enemy. Yeah. They are trained and indoctrinated to kill you. Yes. You've got to do that. Yep. Well, Sorry. because the enemy was the way the enemy was, yes, you should take precautions exactly. to stay away from them and make sure they don't hurt you. Right. But they were they were being nice and trying to be helpful yeah. and just being good humans. And, and that's what happened, yeah. unfortunately. unfortunately. And they did a really good job with Blake's destiny. And this was only 30, 40 minutes into the movie when he died. Yes. And then it was all Schofield from then on. And props to the guy that played Schofield because yeah, he it was, sold it. Yes, His name did, was man. George McKay. He did a really good job. Like a really, really good job. And they both did good. Yeah. Him and Daniel, uh, Charles, uh, Dean Charles Chapman was the kid's name that played Blake. Yeah, because Blake, his death scene was dramatic. quick but protracted and dramatic. Yeah. I mean, it was, like we talked about today, the blo- the color drained out of him like quickly. so quickly because yeah. he was bleeding so much. And just bled uh, to death. But yeah, they, you know, they had, you know, the first obstacle they came across was the bunker. You know, the German bunker. Well, it was going across no man's land. Yeah. To get to the bunker because they didn't. The guys on the other right. end of the bunker had no idea the yeah, Germans had left. Exactly. So they were just staying there, waiting, and not realizing their enemy was already gone. Right. So these guys went and you know found out that they were gone. And, and they were that yeah. bunker scene when the bunker blew because oh, of the man, trip line. The Germans had yeah. lined the whole thing with booby traps. Exactly. And they barely escaped. And it, when Blake pulled him out of the rubble, with Schofield the rubble, you thought he, he was dead. Yeah. You yeah. thought he was a goner. He couldn't see. I thought he was. I thought he was going to be blind for the rest of the damn movie. That would have been. Oh my god! That an impressive adventure. But that movie really upped the stakes every turn. Like yeah, it did. you, not for life of me, could I have imagined that movie being as action packed as it was. No. Just following this one guy through one shot, right. going through all these situations <laughs> right. for an hour and fifty minutes. But man, was it top notch! Like it, it was. was in really top form. And that just goes yet again to credit to Sam Mendes because yeah. He's an amazing director. I mean, what my favorite James Bond movie out of all the James Bond movies is Skyfall. Skyfall. He I did an too. amazing job with that movie. And then he followed up with Spectre, which was good. Mm-hmm. But living up to Skyfall is a feat within its own. You can, you're not going to be able to yeah, top it. It's tough. just not possible. But he's just an amazing director. Like, he's one to watch always. Anytime you see his name come up. Like, when yeah, I first saw the trailer for movie. 1917, I'm like, hey, it looks good. I'm, I'm not too sold on it. And then I saw Sam Mendes' name pop up. I'm like, never mind. I got to right. go see it now. Like, I know it's going to be good. Right. And sure enough, it was definitely it was worth well the worth ride. It. it was well worth it. My, you know, I was, like I said, I was hesitant to see this movie. But, you know, my dad called me and said, hey, oh, I went and saw this movie. It was 1970. It was great. Yeah. You got you to gotta check it out. I was like, okay. You know, I said, usually that's not a typical movie he would, you know, recommend yeah. it. Since he did, I was like, Psh. That's got to be good. Well, man, our buddy at work, he came up straight to me after he saw it. He goes, you got to go see this movie. And I'm like, do I really? And he goes, dude, I told you to go see Dunkirk. And he didn't go see it in theaters. And I was like, yeah, that was my bad. He goes, you have to go see this movie. Wow. And sure enough, I saw it. And I was like, yep, that was worth it. And I'm completely happy that I went and saw it. And I kind of want to go see it again. Yeah. No, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. It's worth seeing again. And definitely worth seeing on the big screen. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. needs to be viewed you on the big screen. You get to see that in the theater that's... Worth it. for it. Well, the cinematography, movie. the scene work of you know, the costume work also. Oh, man, it, you it really felt tremendous. like you were in 1917 yeah. with their costumes, their helmets, their packs, everything. everything. Like they did 
like we talked about, amazing attention to detail. Yes. Like, thorough, amazing attention to detail. I mean, it's no wonder it's gotten so many Oscar nods. Yeah, best I mean, picture. I, yeah. I'm curious to see if it wins it. And after watching it, because I was like, when I heard about the best Oscar, uh, Oscar nominations, I was like, I just, I can't see another war movie picking one up. But after watching the movie, I'm like, yeah. never mind. I understand why it's up for nomination. Now, I still want Joker. Once yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood to win. Oh, that really? was by far my favorite movie of the year. You know how many Ooh. times I've watched that movie since yeah. it came out? Oh, it's brilliant. Like 12 times. Yeah. I can't stop watching it. I like that movie. I really appreciated that movie. Oh, it's so but funny. I, I would like. I would love to see Joker win. I would too, just because it's a superhero movie and not like our typical superhero movie. Well, right. I say superhero movie. It's a comic book movie. Right. There and I would go. love to see that genre get its rights and get the ability to win Best Picture. And I it truly too. deserves it. And Joker's not the first movie that should have won this. No. Or been even nominated for right. this by any stretch I of agree. imagination. But it was the one that broke the barrier. It's got stiff competition, though, with 1917. Yes, it does. It's yes, really, it does. And I'm really curious to see now by every account, Joaquin Phoenix should absolutely win Best Actor. Right. And I don't think this movie's up for any kind of actor nomination, though it should be. Okay, it's up for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay. If this movie doesn't win Best Picture, and I hate to say this because I love Quentin Tarantino, but it should absolutely win Best Director. I agree. Because Sam Mendes is, is a hard this. task. And you don't see very many movies like that to do a one-shot movie. It, exactly. It's a very it's hard like thing to do because every movie takes multiple takes. takes. Yes. Continuous... Pans seamless pans during in these takes it's like oh. you really question how they did how that. they did it yeah and you it know they it. had to do multiple takes for certain things you and i were joking earlier today because we were talking about it and i was like i would love to see a movie with one take but that would be really hard to pull up the production <laughs> alone and the planning will go yeah. into it and then you got bob over here fucking it up with the boom mic yeah, jesus that's bob. when you let christian bell go off on somebody it needs this recognition because it is a very good movie. It is yeah. true. Oh, it won the uh, Best Picture Golden at the Globes. Golden Globes, yeah. yeah. And Best Director. Wow. It, so. it, this year's got some stiff competition. Very. And I would, I would be surprised if it wins Best Picture just because of the stiff competition. Right. And there's a lot of good movies this year, so I'm really curious. When is the Oscars? Do you know? Oh, I never mind. I figured out. February 9th. Okay, so just for everybody's awareness, Best Pictures is up against Ford V. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite, which by all accounts, They're Parasite's all amazing. fantastic movies. Even, you know, Jojo Rabbit, have you seen that yet? I have not. I want to. You've got to watch yeah. that. You've got to see that. That movie was, talking with you, did such an amazing job acting and directing in this movie. He does a good yeah. job in acting and directing yeah. everything, though. But this movie hits you in the face. It, it You're going along in this happy-go-lucky you know all this shit is wrong. Yeah. You know it's all jacked up. Yeah. But she goes along in this happy-go-lucky sense, and then it just smacks you in the face. The script flip. And it's like, wow. But yeah, we've got to, you've got to watch it, because I think we need to do a review on that. Okay, too. I got to Because it's a very good movie. Even though it's well past when it comes out yeah. on DVD, we can oh, I recommend that. Yeah. I guess if we miss a movie, we can absolutely review the oh, Blu-ray or something yeah. that people recommend go buy. Like, every movie I watch, I typically buy. Just okay. because I want to watch again. I'm the type yeah. of person that... If I like a movie and I don't buy it, the urge will get me one day to watch this movie. And if I don't own it, I yeah. have to go hunt it down and I have to buy it. I'll usually stream it again. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, you will. Yeah. I, I like owning it, though, because like I told you, I have 1,133 movies in my collection. Yeah. I like growing that collection. I like having a movie room in the theater room and people coming over and getting 
of vast movies to pick from. He doesn't like movies. Yeah, no, yeah, it's such bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so for best director, he's going up against Sam Mendes is going up Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips obviously for The Joker, yeah. Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. Yeah, that's like you said. The competition is stiff. Is very stiff. Yes. I mean, you know, we really haven't seen. I don't think really we've seen a the director and best picture awards category be this stacked in yeah. a long time. Well, the best picture is really stacked, and there's a lot of good movies in there. But knowing how the Oscars work, and knowing how they voted in the past, they always seem to pick the movie that's good at the time. But doesn't hold up to the test of time, really. Right. This movie will hold up to the test of time. Oh God, yes. But I, I think they're not going to pick it this year just because they've gotten a lot of flack over the past several years for picking the go-to. So I think you're right. They may go for Joker or for something like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a Parasite. Now right. that would also be amazing, a Parasite one, because that'd be the that first foreign picture to win the Oscars. Yeah. That would be wild. The best picture Oscar. Yeah. It's and obviously it's going to win movie. best international feature. That, that was a great movie too. Did you watch it? Yeah. God, I still need to watch it. I heard nothing but good things about it. <laughs> it was crazy weird, too. Let's see, Oh, it's also up for Best Original Screenplay. It's going up against Knives Out, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time Again, and Parasite as well. I would be really shocked if this movie gets snubbed. Yeah. I don't think it I will, but I would be super shocked if it does. I have to say, though, if Brad Pitt doesn't win the Best Supporting Actor, I will riot. Because he deserves... He's won every other... Award for this movie for best uh, right. supporting actor. Right, he needs to win the Oscar. Yeah, for he's this. something else. And as, he drives that movie. As much as I would love to see Leo win a second Oscar, he yeah, ain't gonna happen. Yeah, Joaquin no, is gonna, gonna take it. That, I yeah. guarantee. If he doesn't, yet again, I'm gonna riot. Mm. So, Mark, scale of one to ten, what would you give 1917, wow. my man? 1917 is gonna be a high. I, I'm honestly, I was not disappointed at all. No. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine, nine four. Yeah, I'm I'm right behind you. I'd give it like a nine five, nine six. Cause yeah. it, I did a top ten films list earlier this year, right. right, right at the end of the year, or excuse me, right at the beginning of this year, for 2019, and I hadn't seen this yet. But now having seen this, this is definitely in my top ten for the oh, year. Oh yeah, it was oh, amazing, and I'm so happy I watched it. And I highly recommend Wildstone Theaters. You guys go watch it and see it because it, it, yes. it is worth seeing go at least once. Yeah. Maybe even twice if you get the opportunity. Yes, I especially right now we got the lull before Birds of Prey and stuff comes out. Cause I don't right, think anything's yeah, coming some, out this week. Some except. movies you definitely can go see. What's this coming out this week? We th- Gretel yeah. and Hansel, yeah. which we will not be doing because I have I personally have zero desire to see it, and you don't either. Don't from either. what you told me, unless know. you guys want us to watch and comment that you want us to watch it, we're probably gonna skip that one. Yeah, exactly. So this would be a catch up week. I mean, honestly, if you get a chance. Even if you get a chance, you know, drop the kids off at school. You do whatever. Go to an early bird show. Go to wherever. You know, see this movie. Take it in as a matinee, whatever you got to do. Yeah, worth it. Yeah, Absolutely definitely. worth it. Enjoy it because it's, it's a ride all the way through. Yeah, it is really. And even though we gave you some spoilers in it, knowing those spoilers, it's not going to diminish the movie. doesn't spoil the movie. movie. Yeah, it's yeah. not going <laughs> to diminish the movie for you yeah. one little bit because we could not do this movie justice explaining it. There's mm-hmm. just no way it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's a, it is worth watching. Yeah, it is a it is a see to really in, in appreciate. Yes, because like I said, the cinematography and the way they directed the cinematography in this movie is bar none, <sighs> bar none. Super, well, I super. thought I thought Rise of Skywalker had the best cinematography and visuals of the movie of the mm. year, but this this took the cake. 
Because this is practical. Yeah, I mean, well, Star Wars was a lot of practical, but it was also a lot of CGI. Right, mixed. and this it's, this had its CGI, I'm sure. So it yeah, was blended definitely. just enough definitely. to where, I mean, the plain dog fight scene you can't. Yeah, you yeah, can't. It was obviously that, fake, yeah. but Sam Mendes is perfect at that kind of stuff. I mean, Skyfall, it all looked practical watching mm-hmm. it, and most of it really was. So, right. dude's really a master of his art. Yes, truly is, is and yes, I hope he, he gets some kind of award for this movie. Or if he, I know he has already, but Oscar nominations are. Something different compared to Golden yes. Globes. Yes. So that's that's the high benchmark for you there. You got anything else to add to this one? No. Just go see it. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. this wasn't the lonely guy all over again. Oh, yeah. No, we, we shall not mention that. <laughs> no, we will not bring that up. Except at the end of the year when we're finishing up for the year, we'll be like, all right, all these were good except Lonely Guy. Lonely Guy, you can go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I don't got anything else to say on this movie. That's what Lonely Guys do. Yeah, <laughs> that's wrong. All right, well, I'm Ben Kendrick. And I'm Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. See you all next time.